the great Cam Newton so eloquently put, we're back and better than ever coming to you live once again from the Russell Man Cave back for season two. Wow, how cool is that? Season two. We made it all through season one. We are now on to season two of the LR Weekly Pod. Boy, what like I, I don't even want to jump like I don't I don't care about anything else. Let's jump into this crazy off season mm-hmm. because were the boys buzzing or what this off season? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, we were together. Correct. When Brady said he's, he's back. back. I can't stand that man. Anyways, which I I think one thing that you have to look at though is like that moves the needle of the league. Like love him, hate him. I hate him. Can't stand him. He I moves him. the I, he moves the needle. I hate him from the standpoint of like he's, he's almost too good. Yeah, I just after watching all those documentaries on ESPN Plus, I just got an appreciation for him and his craft and what he does and I mean to be doing it at the level that he is for as long as he's done it is just it's ridiculous it's not even supposed to be like this no and I think when you look back at his career yeah it's just like where's minus deflate gate where's the Negative for Tom Brady. Yeah. And really, in all reality, if you sit and you think about it, how can you not say that the Bucks with Brady are the team to beat in the NFC? The Rams, you know, coming off of a Super Bowl win, question marks with Matt Stafford's health. It's still Brady. Yeah, it's still Tom Brady. And I feel like... You know, they're just, they still have the guys that they need to get the job done. Um, yeah, God, Godwin's coming off of that ACL injury. Um, I, I think with this Buccaneers team, and we'll get to our full season preview here in a minute, but it's one of those things like he did, he has done more with less than he has in Tampa this year. Yeah. Like he has won Super Bowls with less talent than what's going to be around him yep. in Tampa Bay. And then you look at the other predominant quarterback in the NFC and Aaron Rodgers, who lost his top guy. Yep. You're, you're talking about, you know, Godwin's health and all that. Well, the Packers just don't even, like, I don't even know. I guess they're going to throw to Alan Lazard because Devontae goes to Vegas, reunites yep. with college teammate Derek Carr. And I think at this point... You know, once Devontae kind of signed with Oakland, there really wasn't a lot of leeway in that wide receiver market in the offseason. Like, no. he, he was the premier wide receiver. Sign. I mean, granted, he was probably a top two wide receiver in the league, whoever you talk to. But once he signed, yeah. the pickings were slim. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of people... I mean, I was surprised, honestly, that he left Green Bay. But then learning more about his relationship with Derek Carr and everything in Vegas, it kind of made sense. But when Adam signed, too, that contract, <laughs> uh, you know, 
That did not make guys like Debo Samuel happy. That did not, you know, all of a sudden, wide receivers now are like, wait a minute. I or I need this money too. Right. Because for so long, it's been running backs and quarterbacks that can kind of move that needle on the offensive side of the ball. Kind of like what used to happen, like with, I remember back when we were a little bit younger, with Darrell Revis moving that needle for defensive backs. I feel like Devontae just did that for wide receivers. Yep, no doubt. That this is now the new, hey, our favorite phrase from the last two plus years, the new normal for wide receivers is what Devontae just got out at, out in Vegas. Yeah. Broncos Nation. Let's ride. I These are Russell <laughs> Wilson's horses. Like I guess horses, Russell Wilson's Bronx. Bronx. Like yeah. I, I don't know exactly what we're gonna say, but Russell Wilson is now playing in Denver. Yeah, and I think it's a good move for him. Um I think absolutely nightmare things happening in Seattle, I just, in the quarterback room specifically, not a lot to pick from. Um, Russell Wilson, in, in, you know, now he signs an extension. Which, okay. That was a little surprising to me. Where Russell Wilson is in his career. That's what I was going to say. Like, yeah, okay. Four or five years ago, $275 million, I'd say, yeah, Russell Wilson deserves that money. Now? I, and maybe it's because of what's been around him. Yeah. But since... Five years, $245 million. That's a lot of money for Russell Wilson, who's had injury issues, who really, his production's been down. Now again, just like I said, that might be a product of who's around him. And the Broncos might be looking at this camp and being like, oh, he's back to you know late 2010s Russell Wilson. And if he is back to you know the Russell Wilson of 2016, 27, okay, great. Then absolutely pay him that money. But yeah, I mean, and when you are giving Russell Wilson five years, two hundred forty-five million dollars at age thirty-three, you're saying you're going to be worth that money when you're thirty-eight years old. Which, if you're Tom Brady, if you're Aaron Rodgers, there's select few guys that you're like, I'm comfortable giving that money to him. Now, am I saying that Russell Wilson's not worth that money? Maybe, maybe not. I'd say that's a huge risk. It is. And I think out of all of the quarterback signings that Denver could have had, I think Aaron Rodgers was 1A. I can't get Aaron Rodgers because, I mean, you even signed the offensive coordinator from Green Bay to try to entice Aaron Rodgers to come. Now it's like when the White White Sox signed Manny Machado's brother-in-law, right, to try to get Machado, right, and so now all of a sudden one B is Russell Wilson, which is a pretty good one B. Um, I I'm happy for Russ. I I'm a huge if I have a player outside of my own team that I root for on a consistent basis, it's always been Russell Wilson. He's just he works hard and he's a good guy. He does things the right way, and he's not about the Look at how great I am. He he is he's that hard nosed football player. And let's be real, when he is at the top of his game, there's few he, better. He's a top five right. talent just to watch entertainment yep. value yep. in the league. Speaking of guys that are 
I'm so great and I think I'm better than I am. You know what song comes to mind right now? What's that? Sweet Carolina Baker. Baker Mayfield to the Panthers. Yeah. Now you've almost got, like, to me, it's literally two of the same quarterbacks. Baker and Sam Darnold. I, I just put them almost in the same category. I think Baker's a little better than Sam Darnold. Um... And now with Sam Darnold battling an injury, I think obviously Baker starting week one, which man, what a week <laughs> one game. What like just to walk in and be like, hey Baker, guess what? You get to play at home, but you get to play against the Browns. It's like a revenge game. And to me, it, it that's gonna be one of the games on Sunday, not really talked about like talent wise. But it's going to be... Storyline the storyline. The storyline is going to be huge. So, here's my question. Assuming CMC stays healthy. And that, that's a big assumption. Right. Could we almost see an options-style attack? Like, if I'm, if I'm the Panthers, why not? Well, and I think... Baker can run. Right. McCafferty obviously can run. But I think you see... I mean, listen... I've never been sold on Baker as a quarterback. I, I don't know if he has that talent. Yep. But he runs hard. Yep. And I think when you put him in that backfield with McCafferty, some interesting things could happen. Yep. We got to talk to Sean. Like, I, oh, hold on, Josh. I have this knot in my back. If you could just... No. I, no. No. And no means no. Something that Deshaun... Clearly needs to learn. Or tw- about 27, 27 times. 27 different times Deshaun needs to learn. Which could test timeout. Timeout. Okay. We're going to get into the legality of this whole situation. Of like the NFL's decision. And then like, hey, you get six games. Which is the same as um, Hop- um, Hopkins. Or, yeah. Um, what's his name from uh, the Cardinals? Hopkins. Wide receiver, brain fart, first one of the year. You know what I'm talking about? DeAndre for, Hopkins. For gambling. Yeah. No, 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 no. This is one for PEDs. He had oh, six games yes. for PEDs or like a banned substance. They both had the same games and Hopkins is like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Which I that, would agree with. Him. Yeah, 100%. And then the NFL's like, oh, hold on. We need to try to get this. And so they now have gotten it to 11 which Calvin Ridley was suspended for the entirety of the NFL season for gambling on his, his own, own team. team. To me, the decisions on these suspensions, it's almost you've got to think that Roger Goodell is in there with like a bunch of numbers in a hat and he's like this Just guy's going to get six games. And, and I look at this, and what message are you sending? Right. Like, okay. Yep. All of these things hit different having a young daughter. But growing up with having, or, you know, trying to help her grow up and, you know, obviously respect yourself, respect your body. Oh, but if some guy tries to force himself on you, don't worry. He's only going to get five, six. Like, what message does the NFL send? That gambling on yourself yep. is just as bad 
Exactly. And, and listen, what he did, what he didn't do, obviously there's a group of people who know. You and I are not in that group. Right, exactly. However, 27 accounts. Right. And again, we don't know. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not in the legal. But to me, just it looks iffy. It looks horrible. Yeah. Like this whole situation. Yeah. And to me, the idea that he's going to get to play, I just think it's hilarious that he's going to come back and play like seven games. Well, and that he's going to come back and conveniently, it's against Houston when he comes back. Right. Like, if you don't think those number signs are just flashing in front of Roger Goodell with this, you're right. out of your mind. Right. This league has always been. Look. Ray Rice can literally be on camera punching his girlfriend in the face. Yeah. And we have less of a suspension for... I mean, Think about this. I'm And okay, I hate to go this route. I don't think Colin Kaepernick was a good quarterback. But you have Colin Kaepernick who essentially gets blacklisted for his antics of kneeling for the anthem, this, that, and the other. But then Deshaun is going to whatever he did, and yeah, he's it just it does not make sense nope. with where this league goes. Nope. And it doesn't make sense what the Indianapolis Colts are doing at quarterback. I just it's literally the retirement home of quarterbacks. It's like like how does Crystal feel about this? Reminder: Crystal is Christian's infinitely better half. Colts fan. Like, how does she feel? Like, honestly, the, hopes are high in Indianapolis with this. Well, when you have Jonathan Taylor, yeah, that can cover up a lot of wrong. Yeah, and honestly, I, I think the accusation of Matt Ryan is better than the one of Philip Rivers, and it's definitely better than Carson Wentz. I don't care what anyone says. Carson Wentz is a bum. A capital B bum. He is not an NFL quarterback. He has injury problems. He forces the football. He turns the ball over. He is a worse form of Jay Cutler. And it's not like... Jay Cutler tried to fit the ball into, into windows that were not there. But he had the arm strength to try to get it through. And... Wentz is just... I feel like he was just throwing to brick walls. Yeah, and any chance that he was getting like pressured by the defensive line, he would just throw the ball up for grabs. It was just painful, like especially at the end of the year, when they had a chance to clinch a playoff spot against the Jaguars. And, and just, they couldn't do it. And just watching that, you knew when they lost that game that that was Wentz's last game as a Colts quarterback. And Well, I, Matt Ryan, for so long... Was an elite level quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Now, granted, he had some pretty stacked wide receivers to throw to, but he never quite was able to get over that hump. Right. Now, I remember back, was it 2011, where they had home field throughout the whole playoffs? Aaron Rodgers went in and said, I'm daddy. Yeah. There was just a long line of things with Matt Ryan. Yeah. But again, what uh, what have they had in Indy since the retirement of Andrew Luck? Right. Not, I mean, Jacoby Brissett? Carson Wentz? Phillip Rivers? I mean, 
like you said, it, it's a rolling retirement home. Yeah, it is. And but again, I am think I really truly believe I truly believe truly believe that Matt Ryan is a good pickup for the Colts, and it makes them the best team in that division. Yeah, and I think it goes back to what you know we said all year last year about the Titans. Like they're consistently inconsistent. Yeah. But they have Derrick Henry. Right. And I think when you look at I it's just another day, another Colts quarterback. They're trying to find some consistency there. Right. Because I if there's one position you can't win without in the NFL, it's quarterback. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I get you have to have other pieces, but if you don't have a quarterback, you are not going to win in today's NFL. Right. Cue up the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Uh, uh, what they did this week and the contract of making Jimmy G the highest paid backup quarterback in the NFL, to me, screams red flags and their confidence in Trey Lance. To me, they said at the beginning of this offseason, this is Trey Lance's football team. We are moving on from Jimmy G. Now, all of a sudden, you're just waiting for... I mean, Seattle, to me, would give up the world to get Jimmy G in Seattle. To me, that's a, that's a perfect fit. I'm just waiting all offseason for Seattle to make that deal and sign Jimmy G. Well, and with how early they named Trey the court, the starting quarterback too, right? And they said Trey's our guy, and then you come back, you know, it, it just like you said, it screams we don't have any trust. Yeah, and to me, that's a huge red flag. Um, well, and they're playing in one of, if not the hardest division in all of football. Yeah, exactly. Because you have Arizona, who's still going to be good. You have the defending Super Bowl champions. I, you have to be able. To have some sort of dedicated future there, and you're not really sending that message of, yes, this is our future, we're ready to go, right? by almost paying your backup more than you're paying your starting quarterback. Like, it just, it doesn't really seem to work. Yep. But much, like Timon says in The Lion King, you got to put you behind in the past. Hokuna Matata, we're looking forward. Yeah. I I've told this to a couple of people at work. I feel like this NFL season could be one of the most fun NFL seasons yeah. in a long, long time. Yeah, because I think there's a lot of competition in each division. Like, I, think I think there is only one division that I feel like is a complete stone cold lock. Only one do I feel like is a complete stone cold lock on who's gonna win. And we'll get there. Okay. Let's start in the North. The North remembers. We'll start in the AFC North. Yeah. And this is honestly, for me, the division that I'm just like, huh? I, I, okay. Yeah. I, I know who I think the top two are. And it's crazy to think that Cincinnati's not the runaway favorite in this division. Yeah, I mean, defending conference champion proved everyone wrong right. in the playoffs last year. I think you and I picked against them almost every single week. Yep. And they're bringing, like, everyone back. Right. 
But I still don't know how you pick against Baltimore. If Baltimore stays healthy, I think they go back to that 13 and 3, 12 and 4 quality team. Yeah. But they got to stay healthy first. Yeah. Um, I'm all in on the Bengals. I actually, I think there's a lot of question marks with. Um, um, at Balt in Baltimore, just with their weapons, Rashad Bateman being their number one wide receiver, um, and there's a lot of questions with is this Lamar's last year in Baltimore? There was a tweet that he liked on Twitter of him in a Miami Dolphins uniform. That's never good if you are a fan <laughs> of a quarterback. When well, he's let's be real, he's liking a picture of where. Miami. That's not a place where, like, right. if I'm happy somewhere, like, if I'm seeing myself in a Miami Dolphin uniform, I'm like, no, yeah. at anywhere yeah. but there. Um, but, yeah, there's a, you know, J.K. Dobbins is hurt right now. A lot of question marks if Kenyon Drake. They got Mike Davis, Kenyon Drake, good two, one-two punch if J.K. Dobbins is still not ready to come back off that ACL injury last year. Um, but, but... I am a huge, huge Joe Burrow fan. Um, I think once, um, oh man, I don't want to say it, but if Russell Wilson were ever to retire, I think Joe Burrow might be where Russell would take over my love for Russell Wilson, just because he doesn't—he's that care. Guy. He doesn't care what anyone thinks. It, he kind of reminds me of Jay Culler, yeah. just how he was like, I don't care. I'm going to wear this. I the, the thing that I look at in that north is I look at the and this is kind of a bounce back year for the Ravens. Yeah. And I I almost look at this I'm going to bring back past demons for you. Okay. Great. I'm already you in advance. Already. How long has this pod yeah. been going on for? I, yeah, like 20 minutes in, I'm already bringing back demons. Oh, God. If the double doink doesn't happen, I think the Bears go to the Super Bowl that year. I would agree. Okay. I feel like there was a little 2018 Bears in this Bengals team last year. A little bit of the unknown. How's Burrow going to react coming off of the knee injury? All of that, they didn't know how to cover them. Yeah. One thing that the NFL does is it adapts. Yeah, they're, they're going to so get figured out. They're they're going to eventually get figured out. Joe Burrow was not, you know, they, they have a year of film on him now. Right. Where my can Now, do I think that they're going to take the downturn that the 2019 Bears took? God, I hope not. No, I, I mean, for, for your sanity, I hope not. Yeah, I just But I could see that sort of thing happening with the Bengals because again, it's one of those things. Baltimore tried true. You know the style of football they're going to play. Now, the Bengals could air out, score 45 points a game and roll this division. Right. Very very possible. But I still until someone consistently beats the Ravens because I and I hear all the time, well, look at what happened with the Bengals last year. Okay, that's one year. Right. Yeah, and here's the other thing that I'm just like another, 
I'm really interested, not just because like I'm I do still like Mitchell Trubisky. Um, I'm interested to see what happens in Pittsburgh. Yep. Does Kenny Pickett take over? Does Mitchell Trubisky quarterback the Steelers? To me, it should be Mitchell Trubisky. I, I think you you get a guy in there like that. And see, I, and I don't – all right, keep going. I just – I think, to me, everybody said that he's imp- impressed. I know Kenny Pickett is impressed, too. Um, everybody says, you know, play your young guy. Just you might as well play him, which the Bears did last year, and I'm sure that's – it did – uh, pay dividends for Justin Fields, but I don't know. I'm rooting for Mitch. I really am, um, but I don't. I don't think Pittsburgh's going to be very good. So I, I look at this Steelers schedule. Open up at the Bengals, at home against New England, at Cleveland. Maybe one and two there. If they're one and two, it here here's what's <coughs> going to happen. Okay. Because here's how the Steelers fans works. Mm-hmm. And the reason I know this is I'm very close with a couple of Steelers fans. My boss, his whole family, huge Steelers fans. And every day that I see them, I, Kenny Pickett, got to be your starting quarterback. Kenny Pickett, got to be your starting quarterback. Because here is what's going to happen if Mitchell is their starting quarterback. The second he throws a pick. They're all wanting Kenny It's Pickett. done. Yeah, I it's agree. Done. I agree. Like Trubisky is going to have to be the second Perfect. coming of Terry Bradshaw right. for Pittsburgh for those fans to get on board. Right? Kenny Pickett, pit guy. I mean, he, they've watched him since he was in diapers, essentially. Right. And and that's kind of like Andy Dalton for the Bears last year. It's like he was never set up for any sort of success. Um, but so, are we keeping track of these picks? I would like to, because last year, my Arizona Cardinals NFC West pick looked great for 15 weeks. Yeah, for 15 weeks, and then it just And then it just sizzled. Yeah, so I'm going to go, I'm still on the Ravens train. I know you're on the Bengals train. Yeah, who day? AFC South, I really think this comes down to one of two teams for me. Um, it's this is going to be. I think it's going to be a really cool race. I I think it's I gonna do be, too, and I think it all depends upon. Okay, number one, quarterback play in Tennessee because you know what you're getting from Derrick Henry if he's healthy, which I think depends upon a lot on the quarterback play because if Tennessee can complete passes and it force defenses to spread out, I think Derrick Henry stays healthy. If Tennessee's passing attack. Resembles more what it was late into last year. I think Derrick Henry is going to get broken down. Hate to break it to my entire family. I don't trust this Titans team. Period. I don't. I am taking the Colts as my AFC South pick. Yeah, and I'm I'm riding with you. And here, a couple reasons why. One, the number one wide receiver in Tennessee went from. Actually, number one, two receiver in Tennessee from A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. Two great weapons for Ryan Tannehill. To now, Robert Woods coming off an ACL injury in in L.A. And Traylon Burks, rookie out of Arkansas. And, And let's be real. 
Robert Woods went healthy is was good. a legit one. Yeah, he, he is. was a legit one. However, However, do you look at what we're saying about this Titans team? Right. Well, if Derrick Henry can stay healthy, what was the last time Derrick Henry was actually healthy? Probably 2019. Right. And I think it's all going to come down to Tennessee is having a dominant defense again. Yes. You know? Um, but to me, I, I'm just, gosh, I'm excited for Matt Ryan. I just, I think it's a great fit, a great situation. Michael Pittman's going to have a great year. You got Jonathan Taylor. I well, j- and I think having that calming presence of Matt Ryan in the backfield will be so good for Jonathan Taylor. Gosh, I love his cadence. It is I mean, the most angriest so, cadence in like, the NFL. You just look. Because Jonathan Taylor hasn't had that calming presence in the backfield. Right. Hasn't had that calming presence in the huddle. Yep. And I think this is the year that we see the Colts finally take that big step forward. Yeah, as long as they don't play the Jaguars at the end of the year. So that moves us to what I think is the only clear-cut division in all of football. The AFC East. I don't care what any of y'all say. The Bills are running away with this division. Ooh. See, I think this is the. Sl- oh man, Josh, we have t- this. Might be the first time we have two totally different takes. Who I else think- in this division? T- pump the brakes. Who my else guy. in this division? Tell me who else in this division? Listen, can even challenge Max Jones the and the no, New England Patriots no, are no, just as no, are good. No, time. No. Out. Just let me speak. Mac Jones, you are the New England Patriots. No, I. Just hold to your horses, my guy. Listen. We haven't gotten together in like a month and a half for me to just look at you and say, you're a crackhead. But you a crackhead. But listen, the the Patriots with Mac Jones and Bill Belichick, they added some weapons. I mean, I just I think that they got better this offseason. Nelson Aguilar, good wide receiver. Kendrick Bourne, good wide receiver. They have good running backs. Their defense is solid. They got Devontae Parker from Miami. Good wide receiver. Number one wide receiver in Miami. Like, that's a good... That's a good, solid team. You're right. Time? I'm not done. You just... We ain't finished. The Miami Dolphins, Josh. Tyreek Hill. If Tua... Can take a step in a positive direction. When you have Tyreek Hill, Chase Edmonds in the backfield, Mike Gusecki, one of the most dominant tight ends in the NFL. You put Mike Gusecki in that tier two, but right beneath Travis Kelsey, um, you know, George Kittle, those group of guys. Uh, to me... This is a very good division, and it's going to be a battle. However, the Bills are going to win this division, but it's not going to be a runaway division for the Bills. It's not going to be close. I, I say the most will be they'll win it by two games. Okay, here, here's the thing that you have to do. Okay, okay, what is the thing I have to do? Please explain. You have to look at the Patriots' schedule for this. Okay, after week two, I think the Patriots start 2-0. and they, they beat the Dolphins. They, they beat the Steelers. Okay. Baltimore. Gee. We'll see. At Green Bay, 
Win. Loss. Win. Loss. What? <laughs> Lions, probably a win. Browns, probably a win. Bears, week probably. seven, loss. <laughs> All right. But see, then they roll. Colts, Vikings, Bills, Cardinals, Raiders, Bengals, Dolphins, Bills. Ooh, that is a rough. That end of the season for them. Yeah, that's rough. They, they, they just, they lose. They lose, <laughs> they lose, they lose, they lose. And you know what Josh Allen and the Bills are going to do? They're going to win and win and win and win. Mm. This is the year for the Buffalo Bills. I have never been higher on the Buffalo Bills than I am this year. Um, Week one, pretty tough game against the Rams. Okay, fine. Tennessee Titans, Miami Dalton's Buffalo or Baltimore Ravens. That's four. Right, right. Their first four weeks are tough. But watch. Kansas City and the Steelers, their first six weeks are tough. But watch how they close. Jets, win. Home against the Vikings, win. Home against the Bills, win. You mean Browns, Browns. Browns at Detroit, win. That December 1st game against the Patriots, already circle it, star it, must see TV. Home against the Jets, win. Home against the Dolphins. Win. At Chicago. On Christmas Eve. Win. Ah. At Cincinnati. Circle it. At the Patriots coming there. I only see one game from November on that I'm like, yeah, they're probably going to lose. I think these are tough schedules either way you look at it. Okay, but you look at that. That last half of the schedule absolutely favors the Bills. Yeah. 100%. Favors the Bills. That's why, and, I th- now, and that's why I said the Bills are going to win the division. You have the Bills and the Patriots playing each other twice within the last like month and a week of the season. That could that tell is the fantastic. That could tell the season right there. It's so much fun. But the Bills are going to run away with this division. They're not going to run away. They're going to run away with the division. No. Anyway, false. We'll move on. We'll <laughs> see who's right. It's going to be me. Moving on. AFC West. Like Chiefs. Like right? Nope. Like that. That's. So we I have sitting here, and we went back last year. I know we did, and, and it's hilarious. Like the what? What did Chiefs start like two and five or and we're like something horrible, and we're like, but we still felt like it's the Chiefs. And guess what? We were right. It right. was the Chiefs, right? And it took a Herculean effort from Joe Burrow. And, uh, so I'm looking here, and I'm like, I I don't know. I mean, I know you got Derek Carr and Devontae, and that's the popular thing there. But do I trust the Raiders' defense to be able to consistently stop teams? This is the best division in football, I, and it's and I'm sorry. And then you got Russell Wilson's Broncos, I, but I still, again, it goes back to what I said last year. Yep. Until someone goes into Kansas City and says, "Patty Mahomes, what you had is now mine." I'm going to be going with Patty Mahomes. You ready? This is the hot take. Oh, this is the Arizona Cardinals yep. for 2022. Yes, I it love is. this. Let's it go. It is. Well, there's it's part A and part B. I'll give you the, the one that you're... Patrick Mahomes is going to have the worst year of his career oh, this season. Well, how much is losing Tyreek Hill? I'm telling you, it's going to be... And they are going to replace him with Juju Smith-Schuster? No. And that's probably something we should have touched on in our offseason headlines. Right. Like, losing Tyreek Hill. Right. Like, to what? Miami. And, and they traded him. Yeah, I just... Like, I don't know how you trade that. Right. And to me, that... As much as Travis Kelsey is Patrick Mahomes' safety net... That was his, oh, uh uh-oh, 
I'm in trouble. I'm going to throw the ball as far as I can, and Tyreek Hill's going to go get it. You know what I mean? So, Patrick Mahomes is going to have the worst year of his career this season. He's going to struggle. Kansas City's going to struggle. And here it is. The Los Angeles Chargers are going to win this division. They are the most solid football team on both sides of the ball this offseason. They got better. Khalil Mack and Bosa on opposite sides of the line. Who do you who do you double team? Who are you gonna double team? Who are you gonna pick? Who are you gonna stop? I think I am telling you, Josh, the Chargers are gonna win this division. Justin Herbert's gonna have an outstanding season. The Chargers are gonna represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. That I'm telling you. The Charger it's gonna be Chargers, Bills in the AFC Championship game, and it's gonna be everything anyone ever could want. And the Chargers are gonna beat the Bills, and the Chargers are gonna to go to the Super Bowl. Yep, there it is. As you sit there drinking your McDonald's yep. coat. Yep. That I'm, I'm drinking that tea. I'm telling you, it's every opportunity that I have sat down and I have looked at this Chargers roster. It is solid from top to bottom. Well, and, and here's the fun thing. We'll know real quick. Mm-hmm. Because they go Oakland, Kansas City to open the year. Right. And that Kansas City is on a short week where you got to fly to Kansas City. Right. So you have Oakland, Oakland, Vegas on Sunday. Oh, you, is that your first? That's my o- first Oakland. <clears throat> so you got Vegas. Then you got 96 hours in two time zones and you go to before Kansas. you're lacing them up in Arrowhead, which is not called Arrowhead anymore. It's still Arrowhead. I don't even care what people say. So we're going to find out real quick. Then they got you know a nice little reprieve, Jacksonville, Houston, Cleveland. Then you got Denver. So in your first six games... You have your first half of your divisions. We're, we go find out yep, real quick, I'm gonna, really I'm, about the AFC West in as a whole. By week right. six, we're, we're going to get an idea and be able to say like, all right, was Christian's McDonald's Coke maybe mixed with a little something that we didn't know? <laughs> I mean, we or, are on a long weekend, but no, it's just Or... Coke. No, it's are the Chargers? Legit? I'm 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 very much so high on the L.A. Chargers this year, and that's 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 my hot take, and I'm sticking to it, and I'm I'm hoping hey, this year. Hey, I like it, dude. Like, it, hey, it, you went all out last year. Yeah, and I was almost right. You were last. almost right. Didn't necessarily work out for you, but it wasn't like I was absolutely incorrect. No. It took a long time for it to just, but. Uh, next, let, let's go back down south with the NFC South. I I mean, again, this is the one where I'm like, as confident as I was that I am, I was, am, about the Bills, just a step below is the Bucks. Yeah. I, I mean, this division is not good. I could see a world where New Orleans challenges, for, but I think just overall, 
the talent, the depth, the experience I that is in that Tampa Bay dressing room is yeah. just too much. Yeah, and I, I, the only thing I don't agree with you with is I think the team that the only possible team that can challenge the Bucks in this division is the Carolina Panthers, and that's a huge if if Baker Mayfield can play good. Sorry, if Baker Mayfield can play well and CMC can stay healthy. If CMC can stay healthy and Baker plays good football, there's a chance. There's a chance. But if Tom Brady's the quarterback and Tom Brady is healthy and Tom Brady is all in, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 100%. So. I do we really even need to have more conversation no. on that? Okay, let's move to the NFC East. Uh, I feel like it's, again, a two-horse race. Right. It's Dallas and it's Philly. To me, and shout out Jason Hogue, big fly, Eagles fly, on the road to victory. That was that was shout out. First one, I mean, first yeah. one. That felt good. Yeah, like, it did. Let, let's be, that yeah. felt yeah. really good. But to me, and again, this is big for Jay, I think Philly is that really sleeper team this year. I mean... They snuck into the playoffs last year. Hertz was playing well. They, I mean, they're solid on both sides of the football. If you can take a step forward with Hertz this year, if that defense can, can the secondary in that defense was atrocious. Okay, they improved. They went out and got guys. They drafted guys. If the Eagles secondary can improve. Their wide receiving core can make plays. You know, I like the Eagles to win this division. I'm going to say something. Hold on to your chairs. Yeah. I think the Eagles have the third best Super Bowl odds in the NFC. Hey, you got A.J. Brown now. Right, so you look, and it's not just on that. I think the Hassan Reddick signing, huge. They drafted extremely well on the defensive side of the ball. I I don't think it's a stretch yeah. to say probably worst case scenario, second weekend of the playoffs for these guys. Yeah. I mean, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, they you know, they even went out and got Zach Pascal, who was a good receiver for the Colts. Offensive side of the ball, they got good running backs. They love that one-two punch. They were finally starting to run the football at the end of the season and saw huge success with Miles Sanders, Boston Scott. I'm telling you, the Eagles are going to be a team to be reckoned with this season. And that's why I'm picking them in the East this year. Yeah, I am too. And I just... Like, I don't... I mean, first of all... It's Mike McCarthy still in Dallas. Yes. I will never pick a Mike McCarthy team, ever. And I suffered for too long. I just, I don't think that the Dallas Cowboys got better. I just, no, I, I don't. don't. I, mean, I you think look, they got worse. With the Amari Cooper trade, I don't yep. think they got better off of that trade. Nope. I, you know, you look at Tyron Smith and his injury. I don't feel like this team is any better. Yeah. And that's a team that struggled last year. And I think CeeDee Lamb without Amari Cooper is... It's going to be interesting to see if he steps up into that WR1 slot. Well, and I think the better question that there, too, is, okay, what does <coughs> Dak do with really only one legitimate wide receiver target? 
Right. Because when you had C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper, right, you could move, and you know, okay, I see that defense is slanted more one way or the other. You can look to the other. Really, now it's going to be like what defenses used to do, Devontae Adams. Right. The difference is Devontae Adams could get open. And Aaron Rodgers was a whole lot better quarterback. Right. Now, what's that going to do when everyone's focused on his one wide receiver? Yeah, and I think also on the defensive side of the ball, Tavon Diggs was a one-year wonder. I think he's in, in, there's clips that have come out on Twitter of him in training camp really struggling covering receivers. I think that their defense is going to struggle. I think that their offensive line is going to take a step back this season. And I think... I, I just don't see Ezekiel Elliott as a top-tier running back anymore. I think you're almost, I mean, I hate to say it, but I honestly think you're almost better with Tony Pollard at running back than you are Ezekiel Elliott. Tony Pollard is that pass-catching wide, like a running back out of the backfield that helps that offense more than a power running back like Ezekiel Elliott who cannot catch passes. Go West. You have the reigning Super Bowl champs. Mm-hmm. You have the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. 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 And then you I have think some. Yeah, yeah, like they're irrelevant. Yeah. You could make a case for any three of those teams to win the NFC West. You honestly could. I would say the longest stretch would probably be the 49ers. Yep. Especially with their situation at quarterback, to me, it's just, it really depends on what Trey Lance is. How does Trey Lance perform? And and I think with DeAndre Hopkins out six weeks, that really hurts the Cardinals offense. Um, man, I, I just, I, but here, I how, how here's can it, the thing. They got better on the offensive side of the ball. They have Allen Robinson now. Yeah, the Rams are going to be... Like, the the thing that I look at is that offense was a juggernaut last year. Now you add Allen Robinson, who put up decent wide receiver numbers in, in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Okay? Like, and I'm not trying to make light of the Bears' struggles. Okay? I'm not. But if you can put up decent numbers with your quarterbacks being Andy Dalton and rookie Justin Fields... And Mitchell Trubisky. Now you're going to the best offense in all of football last year? Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. I I just... I can make a case. I'm not going to because the Rams are winning this division. Yeah, and I... As much as I'd like to make another Cardinals pick, I just, I just think that the Rams are just so solid on both sides of the ball. Um, I think that the, if there's a team that could catch... The Rams at any point. It's if Trey Lance can get hot in San Francisco. I think their defense is solid. I think they have, you know, Debo Samuel is a top tier weapon in the NFL. He's, I would almost put him right below Cooper Cup as a playmaker and a game changer. But to me, Rams are are the team to beat in this division. You know, and I think you look back. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, Jared Goff, Jared Goff, Jared Goff. You still got to feel bad for the guy. Yeah. <laughs> you I leave mean, and they win a Super Bowl. And... 
But then the question then comes in is like, is this what happens when McVay actually gets a legit quarterback? Right. Because like, yeah, Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl. Right. Couldn't win it. Is so is this what's going to happen when McVay's offense actually gets a legitimate quarterback that they're just sustained success? Because I don't see anyone dethroning them out west. No. Anytime soon. Uh-uh. And my friend, that brings us back for the first time in way too long. Yep. To the rivalry round table. And our first look at the 2022 NFC North. And the Packers are going to win the division again. And it's not because I think the Packers are going to go like 14 and 3 or like anything crazy like that. I just don't think the division is that good. I think I think the Bears are going to be a little bit better. But I don't think they're ready to contend yet. No, they're not. I think the Vikings took a step back this offseason. And as much as I have enjoyed hard knocks with the Detroit Lions. And by the way, suit me up to play for Dan Campbell. Yeah, any day. Find me a wall. That man, I'm running through it for like oh, no doubt. That series has been unbelievable. If you have HBO, you got to watch Hard Knocks. Um, but I don't think the Lions are going to be very good. And so I think a 10 and 7 team could win the NFC North this year. And I think 10 and 7 is is very possible for any Aaron Rodgers team right. to achieve. And I think that that wins the division, which is why I'm taking the Packers to win this division. Now, here's my thing. I, I don't know who Aaron Rodgers is going to throw to. And I need the man to make up his mind. Are these receivers future Hall of Famers? Or are they all terrible? Like, I think Aaron Rodgers came out one week. He said, they're great. They're working so hard. Then the next week, I think, quote, he said, the wide receivers suck today. Like, you can't do that to a young wide receiver core. You can't do it to an emotionally fragile fan base. That is the Green Bay Packer fan base right now. But it's still Aaron Rodgers. Right. And it's still regular season Aaron Rodgers. Right. If we're talking postseason Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> it's a different story. But I think regular season Aaron Rodgers and in this week division, I still think it's the Packers division. Um, As much as I want to sit here and tell you that the Bears are going to win this division. It, it, it's just not going to happen. Like people are picking the Bears to win three games all season, and I just I think that's absolutely asinine. I, they're going to win more. They're going to win games. They're still going to be good. I think the Vikings win this division, and I I I completely disagree with you that they took a step back because they got a new head coach. And to me, that is what's <laughs> been holding back this team for so long is that their play calling was atrocious. Their their team was a dumpster fire. Um, I think Kirk Cousin takes a step forward this year. I think Justin Jefferson, now they get... Which I think is hilarious that they get Jalen Rieger, the guy they that the Eagles drafted before Justin Jefferson... 
in the draft, and now the Eagles are like, yeah, we don't even want that guy. You can have him too. So they have Jalen Rieger and Justin Jefferson. They have Dalvin Cook. Their defense is solid. I like the Vikings to win this division this year. And honestly, Josh, it doesn't even hurt me to say there's a really good chance the Bears could finish last in this division this year. The Lions are getting better. They are. They are the which if I this next stat I'm going to tell you you're going to be like no way. The Lions have the highest paid salaried offense in the NFL. Well, how much of that is Jared Goff? A lot of it is Jared Goff, but still, the to sit back and think that the Lions that offense, right, which was abysmal right points last year, but they're getting better. You know, Almirad St. Brown, big fantasy guy, big. Why not big? But he's a quick wide receiver for Jared Goff in the slot. The Lions are getting better, and I think you know one thing you got to look at too. The Packers got a tough schedule this year. Yep, and but for the first time, for the first time, please don't, please don't, for the first time in forever, Josh. I think that the Packers' defense is better than their offense. So that that's an interesting thing because like I would agree. Which by the what did you have minute Michigan say that under parlay today? Oh, minus twenty one and a half. Ooh. Yep. So that, so we're, we just squeaked yep, in. Yep. We're we're uh, we're alive, but we need. Oh, oh, I swear, if IU if IU loses, you never you never gamble. I know. I know. Anyways, look, looking at the Packers schedule, week one at the Vikings. That's tough. Yep. Okay, at home against the Bears, that's a win. Right. At Tampa, probably a loss. Home against New England, should be a win. Then they go to London, which I hate those. I you know whatever. Okay, I love them in the fact of I can wake up at eight o'clock in the morning and you have football and I have football Correct. while I'm eating breakfast and like. That's fantastic. And that's fine. Unless now, your team is playing in it. Correct. Now, the nice thing is, is they give us two bye weeks coming back. Because we get the Jets, and then we get the Commanders. Yeah. And back-to-back weeks. So, that's nice. Then the Bills, that's at Buffalo. Eey. Real tough. Detroit, win. Dallas, win. Titans, win. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Eagles, tough. Bears, Always win. tough. Sorry, I think that you meant to say it was always oh, okay. tough. Okay, Rams, thankfully that's at home. And one thing that you've seen about the Rams in cold weather and long road trips, that's where they tend to struggle. Miami Air Rodgers does not play well in the state of Florida. Vikings at home, Lions at home. So, I, I mean, again, I think 12-5 and five is probably what we're looking at for the Packers. And I think 12-5 and five still wins that division because – even if, let's say, the Vikings took a step forward, did they take a step forward to 12 wins? That's what I don't know. Yeah. Because I think that 12-win mark is where you're going to have to be to take this division away from the Packers. Yeah, and I'm going to talk about my own team for a while. I, I oh, think sorry. you have to. Um, Sorry, let me rephrase that. Let me talk about the preseason NFC North champions. Chicago Bears. You're um, like the Colts hanging a banner yeah, for an AFC, AFC finalist. finalist. Yeah, no doubt. I just Whoa, I, I texted my yes. buddy Joe the other day, and I was like, print the hats. We're <laughs> NFC North preseason champs. And he said, 
I'd buy one. <laughs> but um, honestly, I'm excited to see what Eberflus does with the Bears. I like his calmness. His He's going to be a good defensive coach. Anybody that knows the Chicago Bears knows the Bears are more successful with a defensive-minded head coach than they are with an offensive-minded head coach. Look at Matt Nagy. Did that work out? No. Look at Mark Tressman. Did that work out? No. You got Lovey Smith, fantastic defensive-minded head coach, very successful with the Bears. And now you bring in Matt Everflues. Defensive-minded, did a really nice job in Indianapolis with the defense. Bears lose a lot of guys on the defensive line. Very big, you know, Akeem Hicks. You lose Eddie Goldman. Those are big bodies that you have to replace. Then you lose Khalil Mack. Really, which, if you're a Bears fan and you were not panicking about Roquan Smith... I don't care if we're supposed to win games this year or if we're not supposed to win games this year. If you're a fan of your team, you want to have every opportunity to win the game. And if you don't have Roquan Smith in the middle of that defense, you're not winning very many games. As much as people say, oh, well, middle linebackers don't win you games. Yeah, but they make them close and they they make your defense better. Without Roquan Smith, the Bears would have struggled. He decides now he's going to play out his contract. Same with David Montgomery, another huge piece on that offense. He, uh, The Bears are going to be competitive. competitive. I really, truly I, believe. They are going to be leaps and bounds better I think than the team that we both watched in person last I'm year. telling you right now, already, just based on the couple of offensive series that he played in preseason... It just is, first off, really quick, the fact uh, that I have to hear Justin Fields say green 19 now really hurts deep within my soul, Josh. It's okay. Because, you know, now our offensive coordinator comes from Green Bay, and he decides, hey, guys, let's use green 19. That hurts. But to see a guy getting Justin Fields out on the perimeter – Throwing on the run, getting him out in open space, letting him t- tuck the ball and run is so refreshing because he had the highest passer rating in the NFL in rollout passes last year. And the Bears were the last team in the NFL in design rollout passes. How? How? So here's, here's one thing I want to look at too. The trend of your organization. It's getting better. It is so important. I think it's next week. They have a a press conference where the Bears are going to show their first plans for for Arlington Heights. I think the excitement that that's going to generate. Because I don't... Sure. All right. You have your fans who are like, oh, we can't move from Soldier Field. Like, it's not going to be the same Bears on the lakefront. You don't want the same Bears that have been on the lakefront. It's been a failure of a franchise. Right. You need a fresh start. I hate to like point to this because one of my good buddies grew up around the St. Louis area, was a huge Rams fan, was heartbroken when they left. Look what happens when they leave 
they move, they get a new facility. And I'm not saying that it's because of that new facility that they won the Super Bowl. But you get players to buy in. They're excited to be where they are. Right. Hate to break it to them. No NFL player cares about the history of playing on the lakefront. And nobody cares about the awful playing surface that is Soldier Field. It's a horrible playing surface. It's a horrible location. Yeah. Horrible location. Yeah. You're, it's going to generate, A, additional money for your franchise. Right. It's going to be a free agent destination that they want to go to. This is an upward trend for the Bears. And I think in the next five, six, seven years, this franchise is going to be back. But like you said, I don't think they're ready to compete for the division this year. No. No. Six, seven, eight wins? Yeah. I I think that's what you look at for them. Right. Could they pop up, surprise the Packers at Soldier Field? Absolutely. Could they pop up, surprise some other teams on their schedule? Absolutely. And I think that's where they need to be. And Bears fans, I think Bears fans are just going to be okay with competing. Yeah, and I right now, I I just want everybody. This is the if you're a Bears fan, this is what you're looking for. Not how well the defense plays, because again, you're missing some pieces on the defensive side that you normally have with like an Akeem Hicks with an, a Khalil Mack that we're used to seeing, and now we only have Roquan Smith. Now, the Bears' secondary this year is going to be electric with those young guys. They're going to be flying around. They are leaps and bounds better than last year. But the problem is we got better on the back end and we lost a lot on the front end. So you're not going to see a lot of pressure on the quarterback this season. But what you are going to see is guys that are locking down receivers. So this is where you're going to have, can our defense... And our concepts and our and what we're doing on the defensive side of the ball, is it good? Is it exciting? Is it what the Bears used to be when they were successful with Brian Urlacher, Lance Briggs, Charles Tillman? If that's the case and Justin Fields starts to improve, and I'm telling you right now, in two years, Darnell Mooney is going to be one of the premier wide receivers in the NFL. That guy is going to be good and i think but you com- have to get somebody to pair with him and i think the combination of him and fields yeah keep that together keep that franchise moving in the right direction the results will show up yep but again i'm picking the vikings to win the division i'm not picking the bears i am very hopeful that the bears can surprise us and start competing in the first couple weeks and Joe always texts me and during the preseason when Justin Fields makes a good throw, he knows that I'm the kind of fan that are like, the Bears are back, baby. Let's go. Super Bowl Bears. But I also need to sit, tell myself, like, we we got to see what thing, what it's like, what our team's like, new coaching staff, new guys on the defensive side of the ball. It's it's going to be a change. So I got I to gotta do this now. And then on Sunday, I can be a maniac and say the Bears are going to the Super Bowl if they beat San Francisco. Because that's what we want out of you. We want psycho Christian. Yeah. Before we move to our picks, want a little teaser um, for a new segment that we will have every week. Uh, And that's going to be our fantasy focus section. Uh, We've gotten together a group of 14 individuals. We hope it's 14. Might be 12. We'll see. 
Um, and doing a little LR Weekly Fantasy League. Some of the names will be very familiar to our listeners. Uh, off the top, I know we have Charles and uh, Brett hopping in the league. Papa Russ hopping in the league. Uh, Peyton is hopping in the league. Uh, who am I missing? We got Joe. And Joe's in the league. Jason. Uh, so essentially, we, we got the superstars of our guest pickers. Plus a few more. Obviously, you and I are in the league. Yeah. Uh, Murph is in the league. Murph, my Blyce guy. And again, I apologize for the allergies, folks. Like the ragweed pollen. <laughs> dude, it's horrible. Like I'm sitting here dying, just wanting to go to bed. It's 10 o'clock on a Friday. We're recording this. And I just want to go to bed. <laughs> I got to be at work in like nine hours oh, in the morning. I, don't. I know you <laughs> don't. <Okay. laughs> uh oh. We're just. We are falling apart here, but the fantasy focus is going to be fantastic. Yep. It's going to be very entertaining. We have our draft Monday night. We might try to figure out some sort of way to do that, uh, to yeah. get a pod with that, not making any promises, but but I think the fantasy focus is going to be a hit. Yep. There's going to be lots of trash talking. Uh, yeah, and we're going to talk about, you know, Guys that we like a play of the week, maybe. Correct. I so, like that. Just, you know, with the moves and everything else. So that is something to look forward to. But for the first time in a long time, we're on tonight. You know our picks don't lie. And we're back. Last year, I took the dub. It really wasn't close. Yeah, well, a lot a lot of... Down the stretch at the end of the year, I had to try to make some crazy picks. You did. You so. did. So, listen, we start off with a real tough pick Thursday night. Buffalo at the Rams. You want to go first? Yeah, I will. Okay. Um, lead us off. I'm going Buffalo. I think that this is going to be the excitement of getting your banner, all that stuff of the Super Bowl. But again, the question of Matt Stafford's health to me is very much so a huge question mark in this game. I like Buffalo to win this game. And I also like him to cover the two and a half points. You know where I'm at with Buffalo. Yep. You know. like I'm, I'm as high on the Bills like no one circles the wagon like, like the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. Call me, you know... <laughs> Bills boy for you know right now. I mean, I'm riding with the Bills yep. until someone proves otherwise. New Orleans at Atlanta. Uh, uh, New Orleans. I'm probably going to pick against Atlanta every single week. Yeah, um, I'm taking New Orleans. Um, one of the guys that I want to try to pick up on my fantasy teams this year, late late round guy, little Chris Olave, wide receiver out of Ohio State. He's electric. He is, and he's in New Orleans. I kind of I. I really like him to come out because, again, Michael Thomas, huge question mark. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Is he hurt? Is he not hurt? Um, Atlanta, dumpster fire. I'm taking New Orleans. Should we are, – are we rolling with it right now? Right now. Okay. Right now. Yep. You go. I'm tempted to take the Bears. I am so tempted. Strictly because I again I, I don't I, I'm mad at San Francisco. 
God, I love Robbie Gold. I know. <laughs> love him. But, I again, I think the Bears are going to be better. I think they'll cover. I think they cover the tutty. Not quite sure they're there. I'm going to take the Niners. I said I'm going to be real, right? But not, oh, not so fast, Josh. I'm taking the Bears. Trey Lance comes out, struggles. Now all of a sudden everyone wants Jimmy Garoppolo. But you know, no, we're going to stick with Trey Lance. It's going to be a battle all season long in San Francisco. The Bears come out. The defense flies around, causes a couple turnovers. And the Bears get the win on the lakefront. And we're back. I missed that so much. I cannot tell you how much I missed that. Unreasonable Christian at its best, folks. Uh, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. I'm done Cincinnati, I think. Um, if if the Biscuit Man struggles. He's gone. It's going to be Pickett. It, it, it's, again, you're 150% correct. It is a lose-lose situ- situation for Mitchell. Because it's a Pittsburgh guy. And he's playing in Pittsburgh. And if, he's, if Mitchell's not playing perfect... Everybody's going to want Pickett. That is never a good thing for your football team. I'm taking Houday, the Bengals. Uh, I think it, they're just going to be a really good football team this season. Philly and Detroit. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now. What, I, I mean, I, how was Detroit favored? I, I had that, I had to make that error, right? There's no way. I had to make that error. You had to have. Anyway, I'm taking Philly. Like okay. I, Philly, Philly. I mean, I yeah, Philly's Philly's the favorite. Four point. Okay, so Philly four point road favorite. Yeah, um, I'm taking Philly too, but I'm going to say this that this game in Detroit, there might be more not not have been more anticipation for a start of a season in Detroit football in a very long time because they're not going to be as bad as they were. No. But the Eagles are good. I'm taking the Eagles. Miami getting three or minus three at home is shocking. Yeah. Um, But New England historically has struggled in Miami. Has struggled in Miami. But I'm taking Mac Jones. Um I'm taking the Dolphins. Um I I think that this is going to be the start of a great relationship with Tua and Tyreek Hill. Um if Tua can play well, Miami will win this football game. If Tua doesn't play well, Look out. Yep. Uh, I mean, I think this is the easiest pick of the week. Jacksonville, or sorry, Baltimore over the Jets. I The, the Jets are nowhere. I, I don't understand how a franchise can constantly either get worse or stay the same. Right. Like, but I feel like that's what the Jets have done. Give me Baltimore. I don't think seven is a big enough spread on mm-hmm. this one. 
I would need double digits. Yeah. Give me Baltimore. Yep. Easily, not even close. Yeah, I'm Baltimore too. I just I just don't think the Jets are they're just gonna struggle. Um, you know, shout out to Zach Wilson, the the old lady finder. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. The only reason to watch this next game is to see the new commander's gear on the sideline. Hey, Josh, you know what I might do to this game? I might ship it to London because this is the worst game of the week. And guess who's actually getting shipped to London this year? The Packers. (laughs) But it's the Giants. I can't really blame the NFL on that one. Uh, I'm going to take Washington just because they're at home. And I don't trust Jacksonville, so um, I am I'm taking Jacksonville, and the reason I'm taking Jacksonville is because I think you're going to see a huge leap in Trevor Lawrence this year without um, Santa Claus, Mister Urban Meyer, come sit on my lap, Urban Meyer. Um, that. He's gone now. Well, and did you? He's they have him on Fox, Fox. College football yeah. coverage. I'm like, guys, can we just be a little more tone deaf? Like, right? Ah. Yeah, and I really do like the addition of Doug Peterson. I think it yeah. fits well in Jacksonville. Um, you know, they get Christian Kirk, wide receiver. Um, Travis Etienne, talking uh, fantasy football, could be a really nice pickup. Uh, I'm I'm rolling with Jacksonville. Right. Even though the game should be shipped to London, I'm taking Jacksonville. Colts and Texans. I think the Colts come out firing. Yep. Colts are going to walk to an AFC South title. Ooh. Give me the Colts. Yeah, I'm taking the Colts as well. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a big game. Um, you actually might not like this game if you're a Jonathan Taylor fantasy owner. Because you could easily see the Colts get up in this game and then and they say, pull them. "Yeah," and they roll 100%. and they pull them, and they're like, "Listen, that's a good little." Because these guys, some of these guys, this is their preseason. Yep. The first game of the season, they haven't played all preseason. Jonathan Taylor hasn't played all preseason. Matt Ryan hasn't played all preseason. So you might see a situation the Colts get out big. All right, we're gonna sit you. Thanks for the win. Moving on. Also, real quick, shameless plug, we are now on the Twitter. Check us out at LR Weekly Pod. Uh, get at us when our picks go wrong. Celebrate with us when our picks go right. But um, we, we will be posting all of our weekly picks on here, including for the first time, Cindy's Titans. Shout out, Cindy. Uh, I, I think the Titans roll against the Giants. Uh, again, I think five and a half is a very small spread. Give me Cindy's Titans. Yeah, I'm going Cindy's Titans as well. Um, Giants are going to be abysmal this season. Uh, Daniel Jones is awful. Um, fantasy football help. If you have the opportunity of Saquon Barkley, uh, don't. Correct. So, um, I'm rolling Tennessee, Cindy's Titans. I'm just going to tell you. Can I go first? Yes. Really quick. If there is a team you don't want to play first, if you're a Green Bay Packers, 
and in Minnesota. This, oh, is, this is not it doesn't, not good. No, th- this is worst case scenario opening week one. Yeah. You, I, the, the NFL one. Okay. Can I can I for a second here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. You do you, boo-boo. The NFL knows what it's doing with this schedule. Because the Packers are gonna lose week one. And I hate to say that. But trying to win in Minnesota, tough. I that crowd tough. They play well in that building. It's tough. Their little brother, hot dish eating, skull clapping Minnesotans. Mm-hmm. I can't stand them, but trying to open there week one. Yeah, not good. It's it's impossible. Yep. Now I hope I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but the NFL wants the oh look Devontae left. Look how bad Aaron Rodgers is highlights. Because you know that's what they're going to run. Like, if yeah. Aaron has a bad game, mind you, he hasn't played a snap all preseason. The first thing that's going to come out is, oh, look how bad the Packers are. Same thing they did last year with New Orleans. Right. And what did I tell you after that? I'm like, okay. It's like, one game. Who cares? It's preseason. It's one game. Who cares? Yep. This carries a little more because it's the losers from Minnesota. Okay? I can't stand them. You, I, I have told you many times, I care more about beating the Vikings than I do about beating the Bears. Yeah, well, that and that's meant more in the last 10 years than it has beating the Bears. Correct. And and it's... I, Minnesota's going to win this football game. Period. And I know, like, Charles and a bunch of other people get mad at me when I pick against the Packers, like, oh, you're not a real Packer fan. Okay, everything that I've said negative about the Packers over the last year has been right. Home field advantage. Did it matter for the Packers last year, Christian? No. Okay. I got so much garbage for that. Saying that Lambeau Field, like people aren't scared of Lambeau Field anymore. And were they scared of Lambeau Field, Christian? Robbie Gold was, in fact, not scared of okay. Lambeau Field. So, like, you people need to understand. Minnesota's going to win this football game. The Packers are going to win the division. Minnesota's going to win this football game. Hmm. Kansas City and Arizona. Great game. Not oh, fantastic game. Um, I think Kansas City getting points on or, or uh, laying four and a half on the road, like that's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a little surprising, especially at Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, I I believe, truly believe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that the Chiefs are a good football team. I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm uh, taking the Arizona Cardinals. As I said previously, my hot take is that Patrick Mahomes is going to struggle this year. And I think you're going to see those beginning of the season struggles against Arizona. Yes, Arizona is without DeAndre Hopkins. However, Rondell Moore, electric wide receiver in the slot. Um, I, I think that they're going to be just fine. Without him for the six games that he's suspended, so that's that's my pick that I like the most this week is Arizona plus four and a half as well taking the points. Um, I I like that a lot. Chargers are hosting who Christian? <coughs> the Raiders. Thank you very much. Um, Again, I want to give a quick shout out to the SoFi Stadium field crew who will Thursday night 
start working late and by Sunday afternoon have flipped that stadium from the Rams to the Chargers. Right. That's dedication, Holmes. Yep. Shout out to the SoFi Field crew. Shout out to the Chargers. Chargers start off 1-0 in that division. I, I assume that's where you're going yep, to. absolutely. Considering you think that they're going to win the Super Bowl. I, I didn't say they were going to win the Super Bowl. I said they were going to represent the AFC in the Super okay. Bowl. Uh, but I do like the Chargers in this game at home against, the. you know, this brings back a little bit. If you remember from the last game of the season. Uh-huh. The tie. The tie, the maybe not tie, the should we just... Do we call a timeout? Right. There's a lot of... And for the Raiders to kick that field goal and kick the Chargers out of the playoffs, there's going to be something to pay for that. Plus, let's see the Devontae Adams effect. Right, yeah. It'll be very interesting. So, Oh, Sunday night... Tom Brady goes into Jerry World, and it's not going to be a game. Buccaneers, only a point and a half. That might be my lock for the week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm taking Tampa. Yeah, I'm taking Tampa as well. Uh, I just, I just, don't, I'm not buying into the the Cowboys this year. I think they're going to struggle. Um, I think Tom Brady's going to have a day. I think Mike Evans is going to have a day. Give me the Bucks. Monday night is going to be so interesting. Man, I there's going to be a lot of emotions in that game. And I'm interested to see how... There's only one way Seattle should welcome back Russell. And it's like a king. He was that franchise. Right. For the last... Forever. Yeah, seven, eight years. Best quarterback in franchise history. Won them Super Bowl. I... They got to welcome him back as a king, and then he's going to beat him. Yep, I agree. Uh, I love Denver in this game. Um, however, it's just you always sit back like when it comes to the points and think, is there going to be a lot of emotions in this game for Russell Wilson? And, and how will he handle and it? And how will he handle it? How is that? How are, is Seattle going to play at home? I know Seattle's not going to be good. However... When you're playing at home, Monday night, Russell Wilson, a little emotional, coming back home to Seattle. Interesting when it comes to the points. That's the game I stay away from. Um, I know you're not going to make a lot of money money line betting Denver, but I do like Denver to win this football game. Moves us to our locks of the week. I just said it about two minutes ago. Lock in Tampa, minus one and a half. I think they win this game by double digits. Yeah. Um, my lock of the week is, um, oh, man. I was going I was going all day, all night. I, I'm sticking with it. I'm going Philadelphia minus four. Um, I just, I know De- Detroit is getting better. I know that. But I just really am, I'm, I'm a big Philadelphia Eagles guy this year. I think they're going to really be good. So for that reason, I think Philadelphia covers those four points. Man, this felt good. Yeah, it does. I'm like, so th- happy. This feels so good just to be back, be back in the man cave, be back talking football. Right. While watching football. While watching college football. I you know, man, like there is just Nothing like the excitement of a new football season. Yeah, and I'm excited to get our guests back. So everyone, again, 
you know, you interested in being a guest on the pod, you're an avid listener, you know your stuff, hit us up, get on the Twitter, hit us up on our Twitter account, you know, anything, any way that you want to get on the pod, let us know. Can't wait. It's going to be a great season. And we're going to try to be consistent with new episodes coming out every Thursday is going to be our release day this year. So even if we record on Tuesday, we're going to hold it, release it late Wednesday night. So you wake up, that drive to work on Thursday is your primer for the week that will be in the NFL. So for Christian, for me, we thank you for joining LR Weekly this week. Enjoy the football.